In a world of chaos, blasphemy, and bias, there is only one news source you can trust. The Transatlantic Times, with your hosts, Joseph Bransworth and Benjamin Brown. Good day, folks, and welcome to the Transatlantic Times. We know it's been a rather uneventful week in the United States, with absolutely nothing of note going on. So we're extra excited to bring you a dose of deliciously hand-selected news. That's right! This week has been quiet as can be. No mass tragedy, no big trials, nothing important. The only thing that should concern you is what we're about to talk about right now. So without further ado, I am Joseph J.R.R. Bransworth. And I am Benjamin Brown. Joseph! Where do glazies come from? Why, they come from the stalks, Benjamin. Why do you ask? Well, I ask because I've recently read a study involving the origins of food. And while I believed myself to be rather well-versed in nutrition, I, like the group of children involved in this study, have now found myself asking some serious questions. Well, Benjamin, why don't you give us a rundown on the study and we can go from there. Okay, sounds good, Boyle. So, the new study published in the Journal of Environmental Psychology asked 176 children between the ages of 4 and 7 living in a metropolitan area of the southeast where or what they believed certain foods originated from. Then I'm sure the sharp young lads of the United States delivered flawlessly. Mm, not quite. See? I raised our question on glizzies because nearly 40% of the children interviewed believed that hot dogs came from plants. Well, do they? I thought you know! You said they come from the stalk! Well, the stalk delivers the glizzies, but I don't know exactly where they come from. Okay, okay, okay. We'll come back to that. Though the statistics only continue to confuse the mind. A whopping 46% of the children questioned thought french fries were from a type of animal. And another 41% of the children were unable to even pinpoint that bacon comes from an animal. Okay, yeah. That's not great. Yes, it's not. It would also appear that 36 to 41% of the children claimed that hamburgers, hot dogs, and bacon came from plants. Also not good. And, according to the journal, and I state, quote, even chicken nuggets a food that has an animal in its name, were categorized as a plant-based food by more than a third of the children in our sample. Wow, these kids are f***ing stupid. Now, Joseph, they're just children. And stupid ones at that. Well, I wish I could argue more with you on that one. But it would appear that these findings do uphold your argument that these kids are indeed f***ing stupid. That's why I've raised my son on a diet of raisins and cigarettes. No complications there. Agreed. A simple diet is a healthy diet. Now, let's move over to you. Breaking news! A former U.S. citizen is on the run and is currently seeking asylum in the Eastern European country of Belarus. Christ in a 5K! I gave up running years ago, but this man is taking things to a new level! Running all the way to Europe? Benjamin, I don't believe he physically ran to Europe. It's just an expression. An expression of what? His stamina? I'm confused, Joseph. Just continue. Yes, the 48-year-old Evan Neumann, who took part in the January 6th Capitol insurrection, has been spotted in Belarus, inciting controversy over the United States' ability to obtain and properly prosecute him for his crimes. Oh, I doubt he did anything too crazy. After all, I was there, 
everyone was just having a grand old time and expressing their political freedom. Body cam footage clearly displays Neumann punching two police officers and utilizing what appears to be a metal barricade to continue his spree of violent protest. Hmm. Well, I don't know who that guy was, but all we were doing at the Capitol was writing silly notes and playing around in Pelosi's office. Pure innocent fun. Benjamin, I don't think you had a proper perspective of what was happening at the January 6th insurrection. People died, Benjamin. Perception is reality, Joseph. Now, carry on. Well, Neumann's Adventures, which is in fact not a child bedtime story, are quite the tale. Following five federal charges from his involvement in the Capitol riots, Neumann sold his California home in Mill Valley for $1.3 million and fled the country. Hold the phone there, Joseph. How do we know where Neumann is if he's on the line? That's quite simple. Neumann appeared in a Belarusian state television program this past Sunday in a segment titled Goodbye America. Oh my! Sounds like Neumann's becoming quite the star over there in the old roots. It would appear so. In the interview segment, Neumann claimed that Black Lives Matter has ruined the United States and also claimed that all charges against him are, quote, unfounded. Norman went on to state that he initially fled the U.S. on the advice given to him by a lawyer. And boy, has he had quite the European tour! Neumann originally flew to Italy, then took a train to Switzerland, and then drove to Ukraine, through Germany and Poland. What a way to see the world! I respect his travel tenacity. You must, really. Neumann's determination is unparalleled, with recent reports citing that he has crawled through swamps, evaded dangerous snakes, and fought off wild hogs on his way into Belarus. Wild hogs? Which ones did he fight? What do you mean, which ones? Well, there are four. John Travolta, Tim Allen, Martin Lawrence, and William H. Macy. Benjamin, I'm referring to the actual animal hog, not the lead characters from the beloved 2007 comedy classic. Oh! Well, a bit of clarification would have been nice. Interestingly enough, this is not Neumann's first round of revolution. According to his LinkedIn page, he took part in the 2004 Ukrainian Orange Revolution, which overturned Viktor Yanukovych's rigged presidential election. I'm sorry, Joseph. Did you say his LinkedIn page? One must always keep their LinkedIn page up to date with their professional endeavors. I wonder if Bin Laden used LinkedIn. I think that's a safe assumption, Benjamin. Anywho, Neumann is currently wanted by the federal government for assaulting, resisting, or impeding officers, obstructing law enforcement during civil disorder, and violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. Well, why don't we just go ahead and move on then, Joseph, and end the day on a lighter note. Heathrow Airport passengers, who were waiting for their luggage to appear on the baggage claim conveyor belt, were left flabbergasted after what was supposed to be their luggage did not appear. Instead, roughly 40 crates of frozen fish began filling the belt, with surprisingly no one from the flight claiming them. <laughs> the classic one-two frozen fish switchamagoo! Yes, a classic indeed. One airline guest who was interviewed initially believed that the fish had belonged to a fish enthusiast who may have been aboard their flight. I'm sorry, what was that, Benjamin? A fish enthusiast, Joseph. You know, someone who likes fish. Anywho, once the crates continued filing out, it became obvious that something fishy was going on. I've never seen fruit hang any lower, Benjamin. You disgust me. You and me both. Despite the confusion, airline guest Michael Brownholtz was able to find the beauty in the moment, stating, quote, It was quite artistic, really. Quite beautiful. 
they were all of the same boxes, just going round. Someone could do a conceptual piece of art with this. And that's why Michael Braunholtz is the CEO and owner of a property group, and not an artist. Excuse me, Joseph. How do you know that Michael Braunholtz is the CEO and owner of a property group, and not an artist? I looked him up on LinkedIn. Oh, jolly good. Go ahead and take us home, then, Boyle. Well, that's going to downright do it for this week, lovely listeners. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review. Let us know what you think baloney is made of. We have no f***ing clue. For now, this has been the Transatlantic Times, where it's out with the old and in with the news.